Welcome to Rama for Today. You see, it this doesn't pay to intrude in some of the men's office. Are you listening to me? Let's find our place in the body of Christ and then just function there until the Lord gets ready for us to do something else if he does. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If you have your Bibles open to Romans chapter 12, I'm going to read one verse from chapter 11 first, and then five verses from chapter 12. Romans chapter 11, verse 29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And then turning to Romans chapter 12, we shall begin to read with the fourth verse. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Our ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. The Apostle Paul writing to the saints at Rome in this particular portion of scripture that we read to you, uses the human body as an illustration of the body of Christ. And he said, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us. Now there are four words in these scriptures that we read to you that we want to call your attention to. And those are the words gifts, calling, office, gifts, calling, office, three words, it's important. We'll talk about another one in a minute. Now I want you to notice this, that too many times in the body of Christ, just because one person or even one minister is doing something, sometimes other folks want to do it. I don't mean they can't. They may not have the same calling. Whatever God calls you to do, he equips you to do it. I've always been one to listen very carefully and observe and make a mental note of it. I think I can speak today with a little bit of authority. I'm seeing some things that I've never preached before. 
I know some things that I've never preached before. I never heard anybody else preach. And yet it's all in the Word of God. When I'd show it to you, anybody that knows no more than you do would be able to see it. <laughs> because a 12-year-old kid with one eye and a half sense could see it. If it's laid right out in front of him. Amen. Isn't that right? Well, listen to me. A number of years ago, in attending the Voice of Healing Convention, you know, Christ for the Nations used to be Voice of Healing. And attending the Voice of Healing Convention, some of we ministers between the services were standing around talking. One particular minister said he didn't have any particular calling to what he was doing, didn't know that God even told him to do it. But he said, I just simply said when he saw someone else doing some certain things, if that fellow can do it, I can. I made a mental note of that right then and wrote out there beside him, that man to die prematurely. He's dead today. Brother Lindsay said himself to me, concerning a certain minister because the Lord had spoken to my heart and gave me a prophecy and I gave it to Brother Lindsay and he locked it up in his safe. Then when it came to pass, he called me and said, Brother Hagin, I have this prophecy. I've forgotten all about it till this came to pass. And as I read this, it, it just hit it right on the nail. It happened just exactly the way the Lord gave it to you about two years before, you see. But then concerning this individual, Brother Lindsay said, the Lord dealt with me about this. And he said, I said to this man some years ago, now just use the gift that God gave you. The word gift or gifts is in this text. Don't try to get over here in this area of ministry because you're not equipped to be in that area of ministry. And God didn't call you to do that. Brother Lindsay said, the man said to me, well, I know it, but I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. Well, he died prematurely. You see, it just doesn't pay to intrude in some of the man's office. Are you listening to me? Let's find our place in the body of Christ and then just function there until the Lord gets ready for us to do something else if he does. Now sometimes I know with young people particularly, because once I was young, I began in the ministry at 17 years of age. I started pastoring my first church at 18 years of age. And so I think I know a little bit about the problems of youth with the calling of God burning in their heart, wanting to do something for God, but I tell folks, I got started preaching in jail. Now, I don't mean I was in jail. The young people said, you know, they were having a Tuesday night jail service, and some of them could play a guitar and sing, and somebody else could play an accordion. And so they said to me, Kenneth, uh, we're having jail services every Tuesday night, and, uh, you know, we can play and sing a few songs and testify a little bit, but really, and we've gotten one or two saved after we've testified some, but we really needed somebody to do a little preaching, you know, and get a little word into them. And, and uh, you know anybody? I said, yeah. They said, who? I said, me. <laughs> Amen. I just volunteered right then. I mean, if the door opened an inch, I just stuck my foot in it. Praise God. And somebody said to me, and I was Baptist in those days, but they said to me and over in the Christian church that they needed someone to, to help out in some areas, and so I just simply immediately volunteered. Praise the Lord. And I got to doing so much speaking over in the Christian church until, uh, you know, and the young people for, in the Disciples of Christ, they call them Christian Endeavor, you know, until they sent me away, and I was a member of the Baptist church, but they sent me away to the state uh, 
uh, convention to, to represent the young people from the Christian church. Praise God. And so I spoke there. And then uh, it didn't make any difference to me. If there's something to be done, I did it. Or I helped do it. Praise God. As a Baptist boy, I, I visited the full gospel church because they believed in divine healing and I believed in divine healing. And the pastor said he wanted somebody, you know, to help to seal the building. It's an old tabernacle that had been built and no ceiling in it, no floor in it. And the winter time came along and, and the wind had whistled through that building. You'd freeze to death. And so I just volunteered, praise the Lord. And really, to tell you the truth about it, about 90% of all the work that's done inside the building and sealing it, the pastor of the full gospel church and myself did it. I just volunteered, praise the Lord. And so whatever my hand found to do, I was ready to do it. If I visited somewhere in some church that wasn't mine, I wasn't a member of it, but they wanted somebody to sweep the floor, I immediately volunteered to sweep the floor. Praise God. And you see, if you'll get busy for God, then when he gets ready for you to do something else, he'll know where to look for you. <laughs> Are you listening to me? But if you're not busy, he'll know you wouldn't do it anyhow, so he'll no use him coming by your place. No use him talking to you because you wouldn't do it anyway. Sometimes people say, well, I just don't know what my place is and I'm waiting to find out. Well, they'll be waiting 10 years from now if they're not careful and doing nothing. But I'll tell you what you do. Do whatever your hand finds to do. Praise God. And you'll find as you're busy working for God, he'll open up other doors to you and he'll witness to your spirit and to your heart just what he does want you to do. Now, I've never have had some of the problems that uh, some folks have had in, in, in knowing about the calling of God. That's just something that I always knew myself. I mean, just as far back as I can remember, even when I was a little, little child, I knew that. Some folks said, now, how did you know that? If I can find out how you knew it, then I'll know how I'll know it. Well, just by an inward witness. By an inward witness. I just knew it on the inside of me. And that's something that I, I never doubted in my life. I've never had a shadow of a doubt about the calling of the Lord. Never. Much less the doubt. I mean, no doubt ever entered my mind. There's some things that's never bothered me that's bothered other folks. I don't understand it, but I, it's so nonetheless. Some folks, because I talk to them all the time, they don't know whether they're saved or not. You know, the thought never occurred to me in the last 41 years that I wasn't saved. The thought never even came to my mind. I never have even had a shadow of a doubt, much less a doubt about it. Not one single time did the devil ever say to me, or any thought ever come to my mind, maybe you're not saved. And then another thing is that some folks are so afraid they're not going to make the rapture. I've never doubted that for 41 years. A thought never occurred to me, you might not make the rapture. If Jesus was to come today, you might not make it. That thought never occurred to me. I think one thing about it was that on the bed of affliction as a boy, I got into the Bible and lived in the Word of God long enough to get that Word implanted into my spirit and into my heart and into my inner man and it gave me an inward conviction and an inward assurance and an inward confirmation that only the Word of God can give. And many people are trying to seek for that inward conviction and that inward confirmation and that inward something elsewhere, but you can't get it any other place except by building the Word of God into your heart and into your spirit. Praise the Lord. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Hold Fast to the Word. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the four-CD set, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. All this for the special price of $25. That's $17 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Because of you, we call you our partners. We are being able to continue this broadcast all over the world. Yeah. You also help us to do the, our Living Faith Crusade. Mm-hmm. You help us with all of the schools that are all over mm-hmm. the world. And somebody said, well, what is a Rhema Word Partner? Well, that's simply somebody that prays for us regularly and then sends us an offering at least yes. once a month. Whatever you can afford to send in, because when it all gets here together, some people say, well, I'd give if I had more to give. No, if everybody gives what they can when yes. it gets here, then we're able to do more and more and more. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. That's tomorrow on Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.